Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Our guest today is a second-year tight end for the Commanders who Logan Paulson, who, uh, you know, knows a little bit something about blocking tight ends, says might be the best blocking tight end in the NFL. Uh, John Bates is with us. Uh, John, thanks for, thanks for joining the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, so you got you got the touchdown. No blocking's nice. I'm sure you and Logan will nerd out on some blocking <laughs> stuff in a second. Uh, but blocking's nice. So is scoring touchdowns. Uh, take me through the play on Sunday. Your second career touchdown and the first one where you weren't recovering your own fumble. <laughs> True that. Uh, now we were just running a um, little bit of a play action pass with a post post corner flat combination. Um, it was one high, and so I pretty much knew that at the post held the corner in the safety long enough that there should be a pretty big void there. And sure enough, there was, and I was able to come out with the touchdown. Is that the kind of thing that you're happy you're reading that out and knowing early it's nice and calming? Or are you like, Oh God, I'm about to get a pass. Like, let's not like, is it almost too good to be true? Oh no. Like I, I don't usually, I like when I was coming off the line of scrimmage and I slipped the linebacker and I knew, saw I was one high. I was like, okay, there's a pretty good shot that I'm going to get the ball here. And sure enough, turn the corner and pretty much wide open so it turned out really good yeah man and uh people have been sleeping on your hands but not anymore i don't think what do you think i mean I remember watching you coming out of boise state just catching the hell out of the football so it's nice to see you get to do that some more yeah it definitely feels good to be able to you know help contribute in more ways than just you know blocking help the team out um so yeah it's, it, it feels really good for you know confidence and stuff going into the rest of the season um, so one of the things I wanted to ask you about, because Craig was Craig like wants to disparage blocking. Get out of here, Craig. But obviously I, you guys I want to disparage blocking. <laughs> you guys are you guys are running a little bit more duo. Um and I wanted yeah. to say like how that's been for you, right? Like obviously inline stuff you've been excellent at throughout the course of your career, but you're kind of doing a little bit more motion stuff, kind of adding mm-hmm. to the portfolio. And does it help, you know, kind of you specifically to have those different things that you're doing in that? And then also kind of to simplify the run game. How has that affected you? Yeah, no, definitely. It's been a great scheme for us that, you know, we just started running with it really within the last month or so, we just started running a lot more duo. Um, but no, it's been good. It's been a good mix up just being able to, you know, pull and do something a little bit different, um, you know, backed up off the ball and pulling on linebackers. And it definitely helps from a blocking perspective because, you know, you're working with different angles and, you know, you're not necessarily blocking down guy in the line of scrimmage. You got to worry about blocking linebackers and, whether, you know, they're two-gapping, whether they're playing over the top, whether they're playing inside. And so, um, you know, 
it's, it's been working really well for us as a tight end group and as a team um, blocking that. And it's, you know, helping me, I think, as a blocker in general, just being able to work a different thing. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is like one of the things I was always having a tough time with when I played was play action pass. And it feels mm-hmm. like it's a little bit easier to work pass protection from, you know, kind of working across the ball, like the defensive end, like kind of runs to you as opposed to trying to avoid you and kind of start his pass rush when you're at the line of scrimmage. Have you found that to be true? Yeah, I would say it's, you know, it's been much easier um, from a pass protection standpoint running that, you know, that duo pass. Um, it make, it really does force, you know, the DN and the linebacker to play, um, you know, true to their responsibility and to mm-hmm. the run game. And it makes them, you know, step up with the action. Um, and so it's really, you know, and then just getting kind of that head start, that head of steam at them where they're not necessarily able to, you know, get a step on you or tee off on you first. Like you're the one doing the action. So it's been great. So I think everyone thinks, you know, like being in line and being off the ball are very similar. You, you know, you're blocking in both situations. I found it took me a while to learn how to block with proper technique, proper leverages from off the ball. How has that process been for you in, in kind of engaging with this new uh, scheme and new technique? Yeah. Um, I mean, it has been different. Um, you know, when you're on the ball, you have usually like certain set of rules, but when you're off the ball, it could, you know, change the angle of the defender and the rush point. It could, you know, change your footwork and how many steps you're wanting to take in order to make, you know, a successful pass set. And so it really does change it. But, um, you know, it's been a really good change up for us in, in keeping the defense honest and, uh, you know, making them guess, you know, what's run, what's passed. And so it's helped us out a lot. John Bates with us here on the Team 980. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson uh, with me for this one. So uh, the other you know, element of that, of mixing around, has kind of been necessity. Uh, you guys have had a lot of injury uh, ins and outs in that tight end room. Armani came on strong. Now he's out. Cole missed a bunch of time. Logan's been in and out of the lineup. How have you managed kind of your week-to-week responsibilities that are not only being influenced by what the coaches want to do to set you up to succeed, but who's available to, to play those other roles and responsibilities? Yeah, I mean um... – that's, I think, kind of part of our position is, you know, being able to do everything and having to understand the entire offense. People don't really understand how much the tight end position has to do, but, you know, you're not just learning Y. You're not just learning F. Like, you need to know, like, Y, F, pass protection, run protection. You got to know what the receivers are doing. You got to know where the line's going with the point and the run game and what the running back's reading and so all that different stuff. And so... Um, I think because we're required to do so much, it makes the stress a lot easier when we go through situations like that because we already know how to respond. We already know that, you know, we got to step up. We may be playing a different position this week or, you know, a little bit of a different role, but that's what, you know, we're kind of born and bred to do. Yeah, uh, I I know that because I've worked with Cooley and now Logan, and I just know that when tight ends are done playing football, they become very good analysts because they know everything. <laughs> yeah, at least that's what they convinced me of. Yeah, I mean, we it's a lot more than what people think. The tight end position's got to know a little bit of everything, so helps. helps um, you know, and then when Craig was talking to you, he mentioned uh, you know Cole, and obviously Cole was a guy that was supposed to be like this great receiving tight end. But he's come on kind of like playing a little fullback and throwing his face in there. Like, how has it been to see him kind of develop? And what's Castillo's role been in his development and in your development? Yeah, no, it's been awesome to see, you know, those young guys step in that, 
you know, may have had this title of receiving tight end, you know, to come in and to help contribute in the run game. That's been really awesome for us. And Coach Castillo does a great job with, you know, before practice, after practice, constantly working, you know, technique and footwork and, you know, hat placement and all these different things. And it's really showing, you know, I think for everyone in our, you know, position group um, has really been progressing in terms of technique and, you know, playing well in the run game and the pass game. So it's been awesome to see. For sure, yeah. The other thing I wanted to bring up was, um, you know, you seem to be playing with a little bit more intent to finish on blocks, right? You had like a nice pancake block on Fetcher mm-hmm. Cox against Houston. You're trying to get after little DBs. Like I like that gets me super fired up when I see stuff like that. Has that been a point of emphasis? I know that's all you've always been very physical in the run game, but you just seem to be kind of, you know, pushing it to that next level, playing to the shadow of the whistle, which is something that I always uh, look like love seeing. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I want to try to be an example of setting the tone for if even if people see it, even if people don't, but I want to try to set an example, um, you know, up front with, you know, the physicality that we're trying to bring as a team and, and hope that hope, hopes that that spreads to, you know, our entire position group, our entire team, and just trying to play with that every single down. And then, you know, I think just the passion behind wanting to be, you know, great at blocking, great tight end, great in everything I do and then just you know I really want to make it to the playoffs I want to do everything possible in my power to make sure that that happens and so just trying to do my job to the best of my ability hey everyone this is Brett Boone would you know it I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year tune in as I sit down with my friends some of the biggest names in sports media entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations as you know baseball's been my life it's been in the family for a long time but it's a lot more than that here it's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Um, so also, you kind of had a you kind of a unique block for you um, in the game, where you're kind of in this unbalanced look on that short yardage situation, where uh, you're get you're pulling out in front. You're basically playing tackle in that situation. Don't get too good at that because yeah. they'll have you to do that <laughs> full time. Um, but uh, that block to me was awesome because you're working in space. You get the guy fitted up. Great hand placement and spring B Rob there. You know, I was a guy, I'm a little bit of a psycho. Like, I almost appreciate that more than scoring a touchdown. Where does that fall mm-hmm. in the hierarchy for you? Is it better to get that sick block or is it better? I mean, obviously, touchdowns are fantastic. But, you know, just yeah. talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and no. Smile says touchdowns are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. touchdowns are great. But, man, there's something about getting your hands on somebody and just saying, like, I'm, I, I can't say it on the podcast, but, like, I own your life at the moment, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, when you – it. it touchdowns are awesome don't get me wrong and you don't get to come by them too often so kind of make the most of it when you can but like kind of like logan said when you get a big lead block or a block that just kind of like springs and you know a big play and gets the team going that you know feels so good inside and so um it was really cool to be able to do that and you know just kind of mix it up and the the coaches having the trust in me to be able to Mm. go into that unbalanced set and play that tackle position and pull out and make that play in space it's it's really cool commander's tight end john bates is with us uh obviously this team started one and four 
turned it around seven and five currently in the playoffs. And we've heard all kinds of stories coming out of the locker room uh, of different people stepping up. Obviously there's kind of this mythical nature around Taylor. Uh, Ron's obviously got a lot of credit because this is something he's done before with teams. Um, but I'm curious, like in the locker room, who are some of the guys that maybe we're not hearing about? And I would imagine Terry and John is two of the captains and two of the vocal leaders have a huge role. But w- w- what's it like in that locker room? Who are some of the other people that have stepped up and kept the group together through the hard times that, that now you guys are thriving and kind of the job changes to keeping everybody's head on straight? Yeah. Um, I mean, to start up front, the O-line, they've been playing their butts off, I think, the last, you know, through this entire streak that we've had, um, you know. As an entire team, we weren't really playing, obviously, our best football to start the year. We started off one and four, but I think everyone – and it's kind of one of those unsaid things, I think, but you can feel it in the locker room. Guys are tired of losing. We don't want to lose. We're tired of it. We know we're better than that, and a lot of people, I think, took that to heart. And so going forward and through this, you know, this phase, people have made a huge emphasis on being you know, hyper-focused and – and doing their job and trusting their teammates and doing their responsibility to the best that they can. And, you know, we're at where we're at now. Um, guys have put their heads down and done the work and, you know, not let any outside noise get to us. And it's been really exciting to see. But, you know, the offensive line up front has done great. Um, the running backs are playing downhill and physical. We've been running the heck out of the ball, and they've been punishing dudes up front. So that's been really exciting to see. Um Obviously, our D line, our whole D line in general, has been playing phenomenal these last you know month and a half or so. Um, linebackers, you know, the secondary has been making plays on the back end on you know third downs where maybe early in the season we were struggling to get off the field, and those guys have been making big pass breakups. And you know, they, I think everyone just in general, special teams too, has been playing such good team ball, and it's been so exciting being on the inside of this and getting to experience all of it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And like, that's really good insight. One of the things you said there is the O-line specifically. And I always appreciate, especially as a younger player, having a couple of like war daddies on the, <clears throat> on the O-line, like guys who'd been around, seen a whole bunch, kind of near the tail end of their careers maybe. Have they, have the Norwell, Turner, Larson, Leno, have they been able to impart anything to you? Any funny stories that stick out? I remember, you know, like when I was playing, the old guys always had these crazy stories about like when I was a rookie, you know, like we used to roll around in the snow for four hours and lift weights. And then it was like, okay, cool. But like it just, <laughs> but it kind of builds, it, it builds like a mythos around football you know, before you were a part of it, which is cool. Anything like that come out of those guys? I haven't asked too many, like, specific stories. Oh, come on, John. Let's go. That's your homework. Go talk to those guys. But also, like, is it good? Have you learned anything from them? Like, have you learned any, like, technical kind of things and mindset things from them? Yeah. um, I mean, Charles has been the guy for me just having, you know – the bond with him through Boise State, him playing there, me playing there. Oh, we I forgot. Play. You guys are both. What are you guys, Stallions? What, what Broncos, is it? Broncos, bro. Broncos? Oh, man. Like ponies, horses, Shetland pony? What's Bron- going on there? Broncos, Stallions. <laughs> Top dogs. No, but uh, it's been great having Charles around. We don't necessarily know each other, you know, personal level before no. here, but having that connection, he's a guy that's, you know, helped me a lot and understanding stuff that I may not mm. understand um, from a schematic point and what I'm trying to you know, to do. And then, um, you know, guys like Norwell and Trey Turner, those are, you know, veteran guys too, but they're dogs. Like watching Norwell, (laughs) like those guys are, 
crazy dudes I would not yeah. want to mess with. So trying to <laughs> drive off those guys' energy during the game and take it into my game to use, you know, towards the other team has been really awesome to do. I feel like uh, Norwell's hair just gives off that energy. Oh. Like, forget everything else. Just you see a dude in a football helmet with the flow just coming out. You're like, that's a bad man. I'm not. That's a dude on game day you do not want to be face to face with. No, absolutely not. <laughs> All right, last thing for John Bates. Right there. <laughs> Last thing for John Bates. Uh, the team just put out today all the My Cause, My Cleats uh, initiatives. You are wearing special cleats coming up uh, this weekend. Tell us about your cleats and, and the cause behind them. Yeah, so uh, My Cleats, or My Cause, I guess, is for Smile Train. It's a uh, charity, worldwide charity for um, people who have had cleft lips. Um, I, I was born with a cleft lip, and so it's pretty cool to oh, me. Wow. It hits home for me. Um, and what they do is they raise funds um, for people all over the world, third world countries, all over the place. And um, they raise funds uh, to help provide uh, medical services for the kids born with cleft lips in order to repair them. Because there's a lot of places around the world who don't have access to, you know, proper medical funds and needs and stuff like that. And so um, it's, I'm, I'm really proud to be representing those guys this weekend. That's awesome. Uh, Smile that Train website uh, has a lot more information if, if you want to obviously help out and donate. Is there a direct link that you guys are doing uh, with anything? If there is and you don't know it off the top of your head and I'm putting you on the spot, just have Charlie send me a text and we'll uh, we'll make sure it goes in the description on the podcast or on YouTube. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure Charlie does something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> something I'm sure Charlie! <laughs> Sam! No one's a link! But I, think they do have, I think they do have something online where you can go in and donate a certain amount. And I think you can... Um, I know there's an auction for the cleats too, so uh, yeah. I'm sure that's on the commander's website. So we'll yeah. make sure there's a direct link. Uh, I think you may be able to support kids and stuff like that, specific kids too, I think. So. Yeah. It's pretty that's cool. That's awesome, though. man. Uh, John Bates with us here on the show. Appreciate your time, man. Best of luck the rest of the way, and uh, good luck blocking your face off uh, in New York this weekend. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you.